The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow, and I'm joined tonight by Rachel Maori, who's our third candidate for, uh, did I get that right? Oh, good. Uh, third candidate for uh, the city councilor seat in Ward 7. Uh, and we also have uh, my usual uh, accomplices. Suspect. <laughs> I was going to say accomplices, because... We're not suspects, uh, maybe jointly, but oh, you know, okay. like, like, right. like not. You're not a suspect to me. You're an accomplice. Oh. It's, it's, it's guilty. How, how these relationships work. Uh, but that's Sue Timberlake uh, questioning my judgment once again, <laughs> as only a Republican can do. <laughs> as only yes, indeed. And uh, I, do it, I do it all the time. It's not oh, that's right. And you're thing. unenrolled. That's yeah. right. No, it, it's just a common sense thing. Is that what you it. should do to a Democratic person? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Jammer does it more laconically, though. Yeah, he's he's quick on his feet. So, uh, so that's Jammer Roberts running the board here. So, uh, before we get into talking about uh, the the national news and about uh, uh, Ms. Mayori's uh, uh, candidacy. Let's uh, just mention that we do love to hear from our listeners, and uh, there are a few different ways to reach us during the show, even. First off, email is civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Twitter is at civilpoliticsfm, and facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio is our community there. We do also have our own website, which is quite simply civilpoliticsradio.com. Uh, that has recordings of previous episodes of the show, including the uh, last two week shows where we to- spoke to the other two candidates for the Ward 7 city councilor seat. Uh, that election is coming up September 17th. I want to make sure I mention that a couple of times during the show in case people are like, wait, when is it happening? Sub- Tuesday, September 17th. So like four weeks from now or just almost mm-hmm. three weeks, three and change. Yeah. Uh, yes. And... Uh, we also have supplemental episodes that we do and links to things we talk about. During the show, Jamra tries to post links to things we mention to make it easier for you guys to get more context if you actually want to do that. And he uses the hashtag civil references to make it easier for you to find uh, the stuff he finds. And so, the corrections. <laughs> yes, yes, those two. The mistakes we make. We try and be good. That's, that's our goal is to be civil and to be good. So, so uh, before we get into uh, actually talking about the politics of, of Ward 7 uh, and even the, the, the national news, I just want to take a brief moment to introduce you to our listeners. So, uh, Rachel, you're – Rachel's okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm a stuffy Yankee, so I'm like, Ms. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> So Just you, say your honor. <laughs> <laughs> the honorable. Oh, no, wait, that's after you get elected. Okay. Indeed. So, my honor. <laughs> no, no, not my honor, your honor. Why? Don't you like them? <laughs> All right, so you're on the Human Rights Commission. The, is that the city's Human Rights Commission? or? Yeah, I'm on the Human Rights Commission. Uh, and I'm a deputy election warden, which I can't um, actually participate in this uh, election cycle of course not which is sad but oh because you're necessary. on the ballot no. yeah i love i love that work but and not like in georgia where the guy that ran the elections was it never mind you're thinking of florida <laughs> no i'm thinking of stacy abramson <laughs> oh i uh, sorry you were talking about the more recent example of that yes. i was thinking of marcia clark back in 2000 but you know, oh good point you you, you do you you republicans <laughs> you find something that works and you stick with it because you're conservative you? why wouldn't you <laughs> So uh, you're also director of the Pioneer Valley Women's March, and you're involved in community health organizing, mostly here in Atlanta. Is that right? Um, well, I mean, actually, not Atlanta. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> Stacey Abrams, mostly in uh, Latin America. Sorry, you were partly right because I got my master's in public health from Emory and I lived in Atlanta for several years and nice. did and did work as a community health director there in the immigrant. Uh, communities uh yeah no in latin america i, I was a health uh, community health director 
And these days, I do a lot around our community, the, the Women's March, and um, I'm also a part of the training corps for Move On, and I do trainings um, nationally. Hmm. All right, well, yeah, cool. So you have uh, you have some interest in a lot of different subjects, and hopefully that'll help us as we talk about trade. Yeah. <laughs> And so for some reason, I even though I was, knew I was coming on the radio, I put on hot pink lipstick and brought visuals. But I'm just going to go <laughs> you with look, it. I couldn't resist. Y- you look amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to say, you look fabulous, right? <laughs> Darling, oh, wait, you, you look marvelous. <laughs> That's good. I am dating myself. <laughs> so if you hold <laughs> That's only because no one else returns my calls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those shows. Yeah. So if you... If you hold up the visuals, we'll describe them for the people at home. Uh, yes. <laughs> I like it. And just a reminder to all our listeners, do indeed tip your server. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, uh, Sue, you thought we should, you know, because I'm here all week, try, you know, it's, it's, I'm funny. Uh, anyway, Sue, you uh, said, let's talk about tariffs with China and <laughs> and relations in the United States has with... Oh, and the economy and firing Powell. And yeah. It's a mess. This week's a mess in the stock market. Didn't it take a, a The bit stock of market, a, yeah. It, it took a, a whoopsie today because uh, China said, well, you know, we are going to put some tariffs in retaliation for your tariffs. And Trump's like, oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to put more tariffs on you right now. This is... Because <laughs> it was no more than a week ago that he, he said, well... I'm going to delay a bunch of tariffs until so they hit after, after Christmas, Christmas because I don't want to, you know, cut into Christmas shopping bump. That Mike was... makes uh, tariffs sound funny. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because it's not hugely dull or likely to lead to mass impoverishment. Yeah, that's great. Well, did you hear what Trump's other response was today? Of course, no. I'm the Republican, so I heard it, right? He said um, to all the American businesses, I you heard must... talk about being the chosen one. But. Yeah, you must cease and desist doing business with China as of today. He, he sent out some sort of a, a command ex-cathedral, and everybody's just like, what? <laughs> but he's telling them not to do business with China anymore. That doesn't seem very free market or small government. Or, or even anything that's within the power of the president. Plus, it, it's I think certainly sh- not enforceable. And can I just say he should start with his ties? <laughs> Aren't they made in China? I think so. And uh, aren't his hats made in China as well? They might be. I, I just knew about the But yeah, what a strange thing to say because that roiled the markets. And, and then he's mad at the Federal Reserve guy for it. And it's like, I, I think you did that. Yeah, he's a very interesting character. And not a real Republican, but clearly uh, he's in our party. So, Well, a, a lot of... We've talked about this before. We probably shouldn't get sidetracked. But just it seems to me like a lot of Republicans voted for him because he pisses off people like me. And that was more important than anything else. Ah, revenge voting. Maybe. I don't mm. know. It, 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 there's probably more to it than that. But that seemed to be like the simple litmus test. Like, Trump triggers the libs. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, and which, which, to your eternal credit, you have zero interest in doing. What, tormenting you? Well, no, not <laughs> tormenting me. That's personal. That that comes from deep-seated knowledge and experience. Yeah. We both came over on the Mayflower, our family, right. so, you know, the no, battle is... No, 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 <laughs> my family are, 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 are parvenus. They came over, like, 15 years later. Oh, they did? Yeah. You've never admitted that before on the air. Yes, I have. I thought you said... Yeah, yeah no, I totally Maybe you named a different ship, and I just didn't recognize I don't, it. Now. I don't remember the names of the ships, <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> We're not going to get into this. Yeah, we're not. Because everybody's family I always say this. Goes, well, it's tedious. Every family goes all the way back, or you wouldn't be here. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I have ancestors going back to the dawn of the human species. <laughs> all of us, yeah, yeah. All of us do. But it's, and my legs go all the way to the ground. Yeah. So. <laughs> but that kind of, you know, that, I mean, what does local government do when the president does things like that and the markets go crazy and, you know, local aid is affected. I mean, it's just, it's almost like riding in a, a you know, a boat in the middle of a, a you know, a hurricane. And it's not just a, like, certainly local governments, and I suppose that's a, possibly a, a cue to you as a someone who wants to be in local government, but, you know, at every level, like, what does the state of Massachusetts do when the federal government blows everything up, you know? Uh I'm I'm planning to open a, a business. Uh, you know, we just signed a letter of intent with the uh, uh, construction people and the contractor. And uh, you know, uh, 
planning to open a uh, uh, business selling food to people. Jeez, uh, I wonder if uh, the recession killing everybody's income is going to have a problem for that. I mean, you know, or make food more expensive or make games more expensive because it's going to be a game cafe. So, I mean, you know, just the whole thing is like, what are we going to do? Right. And I think that's... Um a question for all of us these days. And I think, you know, the answer lies somewhere in addressing national issues, but also really fortifying where we live and thinking about making the models of the changes we wish we could see at the state or especially the federal level and supporting, you know, our local businesses and um, kind of building a, a increasingly self-reliant community in the face of all this. Well, do you have any specific plans about that? Because uh, uh, yeah, I, <coughs> since we're not sort of since we're clearly sort of drifting and not sticking oh, to the <laughs> one thing and another, so I'm, I'm which is fine. I just want to say then, so to be a, a little fair. So yeah. for instance, last week Hanuman Goldman, one of your uh, rivals. Uh, your your deadly enemies. <laughs> or, or very nice fellow. Really nice guy. <laughs> yeah. But he was talking about how he wanted to uh, use uh, uh, the resources of the city of Northampton to uh, boost entrepreneurship, to do more to support people, provide resources for people trying to start a business. So that's certainly something he, he's, he's thinking about, though I don't remember the specifics of, of his thing. So why don't you tell me what your thoughts are? Well, this is um, something I've been exploring um, which is something they are doing in the Berkshires, and it's called Berkshires. Have you heard of it? Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I think it's really interesting, and yeah. I, I'm naming I... this, and we can rename it, but my <laughs> name here would be Hampshires. And what Hampshires do is... Um, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I just... Bur- you like Bitcoin, don't you? Burke is a <laughs> Burke is a is a is a is a euphemistic insult in British oh, slang. That's what wow. I always think of. Oh, you forget. Yeah. We well, how about Hamp? B- Maybe I need to think of my a new name. No, for no, my Hamp is idea. fine. It, okay, uh, it's Cockney rhyming slime for uh. short for Berkshire Hunt. Wow. Okay. Because you know that rhymes. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Hampshire's. Well, it, so what's going on in the Berkshires is they have Berkshires, and folks can go to local banks, participating banks, and they get 95 cents to the dollar, um, basically for um, vouchers to spend money locally. And so they're getting a five, you know, they're getting a discount from um, local businesses. Oh, wait, I don't understand. Incentivizes they're people. Paying, they're paying a dollar and they're getting 95 cents? No, no, the, uh, the other way, they're getting a dollar's worth of services for 95 cents. Okay. Opposite. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a money system. Yeah. So so basically oh, all okay. the businesses. So it's it, it's, yeah. it's it's county scrip, or vouchers or whatever. It's it's currency. It's really currency. No, it's tradable. But just absolutely. In, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes, it's currency that's been that's spent locally, and it, it has a lot of um, levels to it. There's the actual keeping the money locally, but there's also just yeah. bridging that relationship between local folks and local businesses and kind of taking that moment of awareness slowing it down and being mindful and saying oh yeah i have this you know some hamp shares maybe i can get that t-shirt somewhere besides amazon i mean we all let's face it we don't need to kind of try to go against what's really happening everybody shops on the internet right exactly but just slowing it down and building those relationships um i think has a lot of value and i uh, and also um, helps local businesses feel a, a part of the community more. I think a city in Germany sort of really initiated this a, a long time ago, and it's very interesting because it does keep the money more locally. It it does have an effect. You know, it's very interesting. So, uh, here's the the Op- opposite of cryptocurrency. Actually, yeah, well, yes, it is certainly not <laughs> cryptocurrency, and that's yes. right away. This is the sort of scheme that's that's. Uh, like if you go back to the 18th century and you look at how the local economy worked and people would would people would say like well I'll give you 2 pounds and I'll have an account with whatever but like there was almost no actual specie no actual currency changing hands it was all like we well we have a unit of of measure but it's all notional it's like I owe you like 10 you know t- 5 shillings and 10 pence and here, these eggs are worth five pence, so I'm giving you that. So now I only owe you five pence, and then you can transfer that debt to somebody else and whatever. So there's this yeah. constant sort of swapping and interrelationship thing that is... Uh, so it's barter, but you also have where you don't have to trade with me. You can 
trade with a third person. Right. And, and Not and unlike Time Trader. You've probably heard of yeah. Time Trader. That's no. the hours they trade here locally. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the, the, yeah. there is an actual cash value assigned, even though there's no actual cash changing hands. So Equal to it, a half it, a barrel of wheat, which is what the Harvard um, for example, yeah. um, credit is worth, is tied by their charter to a... You did say wheat, right? Wheat, bushel of wheat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not we. Just a joking. bushel of wheat. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. You want to talk about slavery? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, weed. She's weed. making a weed I, joke. Yeah, oh, weed. Tempted, weed. 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 Oh. I'm not going oh, to bushel of weed. Oh, sorry. It is Northampton. I just couldn't See, and it. I'm over 65, so it takes me a little longer. She's to had a little too much of the barrel. That's why there's only <laughs> half of it left. <laughs> oh my god so so i have so <laughs> sorry i didn't know you guys would actually be this funny so i'm having a hard time breathing i didn't know i'd be this funny either you've got to come back more often i think she's brought it out in us for sure <laughs> I, I i think it really comes down to i'm not actually this funny you're just comedically very easy okay. so always calling me easy <laughs> comedically comedically i did say that uh, Ad- adverbs matter, folks. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Adverbs do matter. Okay. So I'm imagining up. city council. If our present guest is elected, we'll have to watch it because it'll be very funny. So <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I don't live in Northampton. That oh, that's right. In the room. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but I, so I have a question because the. Uh, an actual serious one, sorry. <laughs> I'll, try. I, I'll try. You have this look on your face like, ah! <laughs> I, I always have that look. <laughs> so, so my serious question is, uh, you know, the idea of like having sort of a local, uh, more reputational, like it's in our hometown kind of currency or means of exchange or, or way of keeping, keeping score, as it were. Like, that makes sense. That That's something that goes back a long time, and I'm certainly not trying in any way to poo-poo that. But... Um, as someone who until recently owned a local business, because uh, I used to own Modern Miss, the comic book store. Loved it. Thank you. Um, we had great employees. It really helped. Uh, they were really knowledgeable. Yeah. They all could have written a thesis on, anyway, that's what ah. I remember. So um, <laughs> the, 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 the thing is, like, we didn't do discount schemes and coupons at Modern Myths for the very simple reason that, uh, you know, our margins were like, eh, you know, if we were doing it right, about 5%. So, which is right. very thin. Well, I, yeah. yeah, but I mean, in a lot of retail uh, enterprises, that's really what it is. Uh, certainly, a lot of like people walk in and buy something, and you put it in a bag and walk out. Kind of retail. I mean, maybe maybe furniture or cars and appliances. Maybe it's different there. I don't know. But um, yeah, in comics, uh, the margins were thin. So a five percent discount, which is effectively what you're offering, like yeah. uh, someone gives me. Uh, a dollar, but they've only, but I can only redeem it for ninety-five cents. Uh, is effectively giving away my profit margin. Mm. So we were like, yeah, you know, maybe for certain very limited times, that was something that might be worth it to us to do. Uh, like I think we did some kind of promotion, for example, like when the Watchmen movie came out, and we had like two cases, so we had like a couple of hundred copies of the book, and we're like, we're happy to blow through them because we got extra margin from DC, so kind of thing. This is probably going too much into the details, but uh, it's it's not something that would appeal to me. Like if if I still had that business, I'd be like, well, wait, why am I why am I doing that? I'm I'm getting more people in, but extra customers just means more work if I'm not actually making any profit. Did you do the Northampton gift card? That no, still we exists? didn't, and that's yeah. why. Well, well yeah. that and also like it needed a special machine. Yeah, and it's you know like we're not going to lay out a few hundred bucks for something that's yeah, and a lot of businesses do do that and did do that because, you know, somebody the grandparents give the kid in school a Northampton gift card and they they spend it in town. Which which, you know it's a great idea, and I'm certainly not against it. Like the the barriers to entry. Yeah, it was it was the hundreds of dollars for the machine. Like we would have gotten to keep a hundred you know a hundred pennies on the dollar, so that would have been okay. Uh, And the the other. well, there's a transaction cost. Yeah, 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 sure. But uh, 
crap. I for, I had another point. Forgot it. So go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, later. you know, these things, supporting our local businesses is not one level. It's really got to be multi-level. And we've got to start getting creative. It's a really complex oh, issue. Oh, you mean let people pay their property taxes with them? Well, I, well, even <laughs> think about things like how to increase foot traffic and um, how to redesign and how to bring um, support businesses, look at rents, look at zoning, um, look at mixed-use spaces, look at having more residents downtown to support, for example, if you're trying to revive downtown Northampton. Yeah. Um, but these are complex issues, so the, it's the just one, these are just one tool in the tool bag. Commercial rents in Northampton were a factor in why we, we, sh- we yeah. closed our doors. A lot of people are moving to, you know, um, some businesses have been moving to East Hampton. And Holyoke. Um, yep. Oh, and even parking. Lower. And really look at the whole experience of shopping and um walking around downtown and think about how to support those businesses. So I, I think it's just one tool to use. Yeah. And hopefully it would, there would be a whole campaign to go with it that would actually bring in enough customers to uh, mitigate that effect on the businesses. Well, uh, maybe. Uh, I, re- I remember the, point, the other point I just want to make. Like it's, it's customary in the comic book store business. A lot of stores will offer you some kind of discount if you're a, a regular customer you know, like 10% off or whatever. And we never did that uh, because, you know, we're like, in order to make the same profit, we have to do like twice as much business to offer like anything like the discount schemes that other stores do. And so we're like, well, we'll have fewer customers relatively, but we'll make as much or more money. So that'd be fine. So, which right. helped us be a business for 17 years. But right. so, you know your customer who probably was going to come, they needed that next uh, graphic novel. You right. really didn't need to do that. Well, speaking uh, as a customer. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. the plot thickens. It, <laughs> it, it hurt a little bit for the, in the initial year um, yep. because there, there wasn't a discount because the last comic store that I, that I had gone to, there was a 10% discount if you, if you had a pull of X number of books. But after a while, it's just, it's worth it because it was a good store. So, yeah. and that was, and that was the plan. So, uh, all of which is to say, so this, if you if you do do this Hampshire scheme, I'm just... <laughs> scheme, you're calling it? Plan, <laughs> system, whatever you want to call Initiative. it. Initiative. Initiative, <laughs> yes. I'm not trying to trying to cast aspersions on your terrible idea. I'm just, <laughs> crap, sorry. Hey, no. wait, I'm the Republican. They're supposed <laughs> yeah, to say communist. It's socialist. Well, that's what I was wondering about. So would it be like uh, <laughs> I oh, as Here a, we go. Uh, well, no, no, no. So like yeah. I as a... Give my hat back to me. As a consumer, <laughs> I go, okay... Northampton, here's 95 cents, and Northampton gives me a, a $1 hamp share. I then go to the store, and I give it to them for a dollar, and then they go to the city and redeem it for a dollar. So are you basically offering, like, sort of a tax, suggesting it might be a taxpayer subsidy, or would this... No. So this yeah. would be the businesses would subsidize this idea by giving uh, the discount on the hamp shares. And I, the, the banks provide some amount of service, too. And, um, you know, that you could do it different ways, and I think where I would start is really go- going out and sitting down with the folks who are running Berkshires and and, and yeah I'd be really curious to see, lessons see how learned, uh, what, lessons what their learned. data exactly is. how long have they been doing it Do you oh know? years and years I, they were doing it when I lived out there 10 years ago 15 years ago so yeah and it's it's got a uh, real September 29 2006 Ooh, there you go. Okay, go it has its own wiki page Ooh. <laughs> really oh well yeah link to that crap there already <laughs> did all right somebody's doing this job. Yeah, but uh, like I said before, the idea was originally in Germany and they were trying to reinforce the local business and, and Which you know, the farms. Absolutely. And, yeah, and it was yeah. just a way to do it. I, I went to a women's college. I'm going to digress for 30 seconds here. I went to a women's college and some day in the spring they would call off classes and um, they would ring the bell and you would be free to go throughout the city of Portland, which is where the school was, but they'd give you silver dollars and you'd all go out into the cities and towns, and you'd spend them, and everybody knew it came from yeah. the Brookies at Westbrook College uh-huh. because they were silver dollars and nobody was spending silver dollars. Nobody so uses dollar coins right. now and then, yeah. Yeah, so, but it was, and it was, it was um, not just publicity, it was to reinforce the idea that they were part of the community and that this was the impact, yeah. even on one day. And remind the community sunny day. that they were helpful. Yeah, yeah exactly. a sunny day in the spring. I just so. think this, you know, we need to look at all ideas moving forward because oh, um, we're getting less and less funding at the state level with uh, public education and transportation. And um, I would really like to see Northampton um, become more increasingly self-reliant. Uh, and that's why I think 
for example, having a welcoming community, you know, it sounds very benevolent. Oh, you know, we're a welcoming community. You know what? It's not just the right thing to do. It's the smart thing to do. I very much agree. Because we're losing, you know, if you look at the demographics in Western Mass, we're losing this 25 to 45-year-old age bracket. And yet our senior population, oh, my visual's coming out. <laughs> yeah. Tell that me 20, how you can see right, it. Well, well, so you're, you're pulling that up. So like the 25 to 45 yeah. bracket is the bracket I was in when I moved out here. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. Well, so actually, I was you, 23 when I moved out here. But and you stayed. We can't let you leave. Right. And that was... <laughs> Don't let him leave. That was... <laughs> yeah, it was 26 years ago, so... <laughs> <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, I, I aged into and out of that bracket. Right. Uh, staying out here in, in no small measure because I had friends who went to college out here. Yeah. So... Yeah, so show me this, uh, so, this visual. So or, Sue, do you want to... You, you're looking at it. What does it say? No, go for it. And I think... Um, so, you really, the, the issue is that we're... Uh, um, our senior population is, is set to explode, and yet we're losing younger people. So when we talk about bringing more diversity to Northampton, people aren't coming in from spaceships. They're going <laughs> from plant, pan, you know, um, yep. location A to, to location B, and we, we need... Um, Need to hold on to the students, young folks. It's the mo that's the most racially diverse generation Absolutely. in U.S. history, and they will and it's help the our talent, our local talent. They'll help our tax base. They'll yeah. enrich our schools. Now, you're, you, you, unless I'm sadly mistaken, you're somewhat younger than I am, but you're still. <laughs> I'm 49, you know. Yes. So, Same um, age. Yeah. oh God, really? Yeah. How do you? Oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> this is radio, but <laughs> it's that. <laughs> sorry. The hot pink lipstick. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm that glare. sexist interview on civil politics. It'll get us lots of press. Keep it up, Mike. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you didn't say that to that other guy that was on. Hey. I Nor didn't notice his lipstick. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hanuman, if you if you were wearing lipstick, I apologize yeah. for missing it. <laughs> you know, it's Northampton. We've got like smoothies happening. You've seen like yeah. octogenarians with muscles and everyone's doing Tattoos yoga. And right. I, I, well, you know, a, a more vigorous and engaged older population as I've become part of it is increasingly <laughs> desirable and I'm all for it. But your, yours and my generation, we are demographically significantly smaller than the one that came before us, which yes. is Boomers. Sue. And, um, <laughs> Boom. yeah. and the one coming after us. Yeah, they're yeah. big too. There's, you know the the millennials, as they're called. You guys are and the then there's whatever. Are you the trough? Yeah, we're the trough. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, people should. You, you got know. something to say about millennials, there, buddy? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more of you than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're bigger know. than the boomers, actually. And, well, yeah. no, so there's a lot more of, of you than us, and even the generation after you guys, because hey, you're already starting to be. Are those years? Enjoy it. Are Is this going to end with arm wrestling? Generational <laughs> arm wrestling? <laughs> sure. A little bit yes. like it's getting there. But, well. The whole reason I... I well, you I, don't want to pit people against each other unless you're Republican, like me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wrap up this, this half of the show in just a sec. But the, the point of all that is, like, it's shocking to show for you to point this out. Because yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know... Western Mass is like, really... Like it's there's, 20 there's to 25. more people in yeah. that age group than there are there were when I d moved out here 25 years ago. Like we're really doing something wrong if we're driving the uh, the, the, the the youth of America, the, the young and hip people away. So, womp womp. Yeah. Well, it's 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 a lot of issues. It's certainly cultural stuff, but you know, it's, it really gets down to transportation, affordable housing. Yeah. Um, the bread and butter. How do you get around? Do you have childcare? Do you have you know jobs? Cool. Uh, well, well, we'll let you talk, expound upon that in just a couple of minutes. We're going to play a few PSAs, promos, and station IDs and keep the FCC happy. Uh, and then we'll be back with more civil politics here on Valley Free Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. For all the best in Americana, check out Roots and More Tuesday morning from 7 to 9. From blues, folk, and rock to Cajun, Zydeco, and alternative country, Roots and More brings you emerging artists, new releases, and older favorites. Tune in Tuesday morning from 7 to 9 on Valley Free Radio. You work hard for your wages, so you need to know most workers should receive at least the federal minimum wage and hopefully more. Also, most workers should receive overtime if they work more than 40 hours in seven days. These are the laws for everyone, documented or not. Have questions about your wages? Call the U.S. Department of Labor Wage and Hour Division. It's free and confidential. Call 1-866-487-9243. That's 1-866-4-US-WAGE. We can help. A message from the U.S. Department of Labor. 
never get the flu. My kids don't need more shots. I don't have time. We're all healthy. My asthma's under control. I'm pregnant. I've had the flu. It's not a big deal. My kids are too old the for flu. The media is exaggerated. I can fight it naturally. No matter how you build your excuses, the flu can blow your house down. Keep your foundation strong. Vaccinate. Learn more at flu.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The Lilly Library is filled with adventure and wonder for kids and adults of all ages. Lilly Library in downtown Florence lends books and movies to everyone. They offer free parking, free Wi-Fi, and two-hour sessions on Internet-connected computers. They also offer extensive programs for children, including story hours, clubs, and activities for teens, as well as adult programs. The library is open Tuesday and Thursday evenings, Saturdays and Sundays. Find out more at lilylibrary.org. Football is a sport that unites fans, players, and coaches alike in a spirit of competition and camaraderie. Football season has come to our area, and while you're watching a game with friends or sharing in the excitement with family, be sure to celebrate responsibly. Never pick up the keys and drive if you've had too much to drink. And if you're 21, drinking alcohol is against the law. Remember, alcohol is different. Let's all work together to keep our roads and communities safe and have a winning season. This message is brought to you by your local beer distributors and this station. Looking for an international experience but unable to travel? Consider hosting an adult international student studying English. Maybe from the Congo, Iran, Tibet, Saudi Arabia, Spain, Uganda, Tunisia, India, or Iraq. We need friendly hosts interested in a true cross-cultural interchange, fluent in English, and living within a 15-minute walk or convenient bus ride to downtown Northampton. Join ILI's nonprofit effort to create language and cultural immersion experiences for our students. A stipend offsets costs. For more details, go to www.ili.edu or email amy at ili.edu. We're the International Language Institute of Massachusetts in downtown Northampton. VFR listeners, this is Bob Balo. I'm at the controls in the VFR studio every Monday morning from 6 till 9 a.m. I play music and I talk. And I give the time and temperature. Also, I drink a lot of coffee. Then I go home. But I faithfully return every Monday morning, 6 till 9 a.m. on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, Northampton. The Oblivion Express, old school, freeform, eclectic radio programming every Thursday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. on Valley Free Radio. Since 1981, the Oblivion Express has been traveling the musical spaceways in the valley, an eclectic mix of music from the 1940s to today, and featuring just about every genre, rock, jazz, blues, world, folk, reggae, and so much more. Join me, DJ Funkadelic Fern, every Thursday morning on the Oblivion Express. STDs often have no symptoms, but if left untreated, they can lead to serious health problems, especially for young women. Every year in the U.S., about 24,000 women become infertile from untreated STDs, which means they may never be able to have kids. It's important to get tested regularly. All STDs are treatable. Many are curable. GYT, get yourself tested. Go to gytnow.org to find a testing center near you. A message from CDC. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. We're still talking to Rachel Mayori, who's the third candidate for the special preview or what the special election, early election, whatever it, it preliminary. I'm not sure what the yeah. exact. Or the first candidate label. for the yeah. the three of them. Well, she's the third one we've talked to. Oh, there you go. From our perspective. Yeah. Okay, good. Wait, the other people have perspectives. <laughs> Oh, my God. My <laughs> mind is blown. Oh, wait. We aren't a news show. We're an editorial. Okay. I got it. We're a news and opinion show. <laughs> okay. So we don't have to be factual wait, at all. I, I thought this was a comedy open mic. <laughs> <laughs> I've clearly come to the wrong station. That's karaoke's up the street. At right. The... <laughs> Anywho, so the special election's coming up on Tuesday, September, uh, September 17th, uh, and uh, you're one of three people on the ballot. And before we went to break... You were talking about uh, 
sort of the, the, the drain of younger people from the valley and how we need to do something to stop that. And talking about uh, issues around affordability of housing and transportation and uh, jobs and ability to start businesses. Uh, so talk more about that? Yeah, sure. No, I, I mean, I, I really like approaches that address more than one problem at a time. So I was mentioning the growing senior population. Um, affordable housing is part of that too. So it's for seniors, it's for low-income folks, it's for young folks, it's for, you know, we need to get better at, at, at um, providing um, different housing options yeah. um, as we move forward and look in, um, to the future. Um, so because the senior population is gonna require, you know, a more accessible infrastructure, uh, more accessible public transportation. So, so I think that that's, one way to look at it, what can we do that will benefit many, many things across the way? Um, there's, um, yeah, I love solutions like municipally owned um, high-speed internet um, because it makes- Oh, building, the, building it out here in Northampton? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It keeps the profits you know, in the, um, your, in the your city. Your third rival, Penny Geis, is a big champion of that. Yes, so. we all are, all, all three and of I, us, I, yeah. I, I th she convinced you? <laughs> oh no, yeah, no. I've, I've, I've always, I've, I've seen it work in other places, yeah. and actually, my husband's a tech. Yeah. I, I'm Italian. <laughs> hands are flying. My husband's a tech guy and works from home, and it's a real issue. Oh yeah, it's a problem um, here. It's a, it's a problem up in Leeds, and we really, you know, we really need to think of it as a utility. I agree. Um, yeah. And, um, and people as customers, and not be uh, planning around corporate stockholders. Uh, and other issues, so look well, at Well, yeah. customers and citizens. And citizens, yes. Um, and there's other approaches, like when I think about um, the climate crisis, um, there's approaches like being studied right now, like um, community choice, clean energy 3.0, uh -huh. which pools uh, clean energy and then, again, keeps um, things more affordable and keeps the money circulating within our own economy. So yep. I don't think it has to be either or. I think we have to look at it as and. What can we do and? I, I, I very much agree. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, and, and Sue, I know you have at least some similar thoughts about this as you've more than once made the pro-business case for- uh, Healthcare. Yes, for healthcare, for socialized medicine, basically. Well, back to the op optical fiber to the home. I yeah. I moved out from Belmont, and we owned the cable company. It was a joint partnership, and it was we had to get the legislation changed. so far back that Tip O'Neill actually had to push the legislation through Congress that allowed Belmont to do that. But Shrewsbury's done it. Uh, Leverett's doing it right now, and it was a battle with the cable companies at the time. So, and the city made the town of Belmont made they're the same size as Northampton. They made a lot of money out of it when it got sold, but it's it, it, you know you shouldn't. You shouldn't sell it, let me tell you that. Well, it really increases <laughs> if it's a property utility. value. Wait, I thought yeah. you were a Republican. You don't approve of privatizing utilities, <laughs> public goods transferring to, to people like you me? You've got to get a good deal. You don't get it, you know, you don't sold it, sell it for short money. But it's, it's, it's a complicated issue, and you, and you really have to think about what you think of utilities and the pricing structure. I mean, those things are really important. But I agree with you. I moved to Cummington, and we had to get a huge business class uh, satellite dish, and it was terrible. I couldn't, I couldn't do my work because it, it wasn't compatible with the VPN I had. So, and I had no idea that Western Mass didn't have any broadband. I didn't even know, I didn't even ask the question to the realtor. Right. It never occurred to me. And I am having trouble here in Northampton yeah. for the very same reason, and it's embarrassing. Are you still not getting C-SPAN? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why Leverett um, did their thing. Did th because they were losing young people precisely yeah. uh, because of that reason, and they were losing uh, student rentals, yeah, um, and now it really does help property values. And I perceive so it as a utility, e even though I'm Republican. And I think some of that is like when you, if you travel to other countries, I mean, they're sometimes way ahead of us because they built new. We have old infrastructure that has the old, um, uh, the two pair wires for phone, which is why you get DSL. And so other countries are way ahead of us on this. So. Yeah. I think uh, one of the major things, and this is one of my hop-on topics, so I'm just going to break in here. But <laughs> I think one of the main things uh, when you think about something being an extravagance versus a utility is um, how much do you require to 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 use a thing um, in your in your life? Um, how how will it? How does it benefit your life versus how does it just improve your life? Because not. Yeah, improve your life versus benefit your life. Um, with internet, it used to be, or like 
with cable it used to be that it was an extravagance like you didn't need you didn't need internet because you could uh, it's because HBO you could, is fun yeah mm-hmm. um it's it's it was just a way it's to connect with people like whatever uh but in in the past 10 15 years the more and more and more services and more everything has moved online because it's cheaper to do it that way so uh, the thing I always say is, like, um, your parents say, go into the store and shake the manager's hand and and ask for an application. If you do that today, the manager will hate you <laughs> and say, there's a sign, go online and fill out an application. And then you go back to, I don't know, lever it, and you're like, cool, okay. <laughs> and then the and then you can't go maybe you can't go to the library because that's underfunded and they only have like one computer and there's just one guy short in all hours the time. Yeah. exactly uh, so utility yes this one yeah. well so said with electricity <laughs> phone exactly. broadband yeah it should be it should be hard to cut off broadband from uh, a household um, I'm not saying that it should be like gigabyte. At this point, even though it should, it really should. Uh, but it shouldn't be, it should be like electricity. You shouldn't be able to just cut it off from people. Um, and because if, if it was cut off from my house, then I would lose like a major part of how I do work, how I, how I interact with people. And that's a terrible thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I'm not going to go into a, a, a whole rant. I can do. We can do a supplemental about this sometime about uh, uh, market efficiencies and so forth. But um, so can in, we? <laughs> yeah, he really, per- he really perked up with that one. I, I like talking economics. Game, game on. <laughs> He's weird. <laughs> and this is me talking. <laughs> so, um, so besides. Uh, revitalizing the uh, public infrastructure yeah. of our of our community and uh, trying to undo decades of uh, capitalist plundering what uh, what hey. else are you... <laughs> what well, else are you, you know there's about? a lot of um, issues and, and things I would like to put in place but I think it really all starts with generally nationally on the state level and locally increasing civic engagement and making it more representative okay I'm, I'm part of a I help form a coalition to bring child care to municipal meetings I've um, mm. I'm really a fan of participatory um, budgeting where you give it it doesn't even have to be a large amount but a, a certain amount of money directly to um, areas within a city or town and let them vote on how to spend it. And it, can, and it really builds morale, it, it builds engagement. Um, so really thinking about how to in, in get people involved um, that aren't um, normally or typically represented in, in city government. That's an uh, interesting idea. Yeah, I think you know if I am become lucky enough to become um, a Ward 7 counselor, I would really like to have... Um, listening sessions at Leeds School, maybe, or JFK. We don't have a lot of businesses. Yeah. Maybe Sue can help me think of a good meeting place, but just kind of like office hours where we all sit together and try to solve problems together because councils are really supposed to be a conduit. I mean, I have my, you know, th- obviously the things that I am passionate about, but my job really is to, to listen to the folks in Ward 7 and bring that to city council. Hmm. Um, and we have a great ward. I love our ward. I yeah. mean, we're really independent thinkers. Uh, yeah, it's, it's traditionally a conservative ward, but it's it's very it's just all it's just all over the place in a good way in terms of uh, views, and um, it's beautiful. It's just like one yeah. big Bob Ross painting, right? Yeah. <laughs> you mean Bo- you know Reservoir and Kennedy? Yeah. I try not to look too, but yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> it's just a nice ward, but I I would love to represent um, our interests and and and, um, and keep city council dynamic and. Um, yeah, and get more people involved. My team, so my campaign team, I have, um, I, we call it YAC, the Youth Advisory Committee. It's um, seven high school interns. And I'm just amazed at how... how uh, Much smarter they are than we are? Yeah, they are. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we need yeah. more tablet time because they're just blowing through the roof. I mean, they can write incredible emails. They, they're, they are really engaged. Um, and um, I think that's really hopeful to me. And... And says a lot about um, this city and also about that 
that cohort of people. And they're really engaged. And if you make those relationships when they're young, if you give them, for example, the right to vote, those habits will stay with them. Yeah, certainly. So I'm hopeful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hopeful. (laughs) Well, and good. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you're speechless. I've never yeah, seen no, it. Yeah, no, I'm just wondering, like, which way do we, we want to pivot? Because it's like, we didn't talk anything about, like, uh, we hardly talked about, like, uh, larger news issues. Uh, and you talking about, like, the Youth Advisory Committee. It's like, they're the people who are going to be, re- who are most Im- directly affected or threatened by the fact that, for example, the Amazon's on fire. And, right. Uh, and that's why, I actually, yeah. um, am for lowering the, the voting age. Yeah. municipally to 16 yep i am hmm. i think it establishes those um habits early of being engaged and you give them some you know honest you know of some locus of control over issues that really are directly facing them uh they are the ones that are going to be most affected huh uh, yep I'm just thinking me in 1986, and I'm like, eh. Well, right. You should meet my youth advisory committee. Eh, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I, I guess. Uh, really need yeah. to engage. Yeah. yeah. I trust myself in 1986. The 1984, not so much, but <laughs> yep. 86, yeah. <laughs> the stakes are pretty high. And, uh, you know, the role of counselor is an interesting one. It, um, Sue, you probably know this. It's the role of, um, there's some limit to kind of the formal powers of, of counselors. I mean, there's and certainly a change with balance. the charter no. change, yeah. too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but where I think I can really um, shine as a counselor is there's this advocacy role, this kind of other thing that counselors do um, that's really important. Uh, especially with um, decreased funding at the transport to transportation and education, you need someone who can actually advocate outside outside the city for the city to the state you know state government. And I have really good relationships with our legislators. I worked Do on you? a lot of their campaigns. Yeah, and so I think you that's mean, you mean you mean uh, in at, at the state house or at the federal level? The state house. Huh. Yep, at the Northampton. Uh, representation for the, at the state house. Okay. So I think, and, and as an activist and an organizer, and even a community health director, I really learned to look at communities in this multi-dimensional way. Hmm. And know I had to have strong working relationships with the police, with businesses, yeah. with synagogues and, and churches to pull off, for example, the Women's March every year. That's a right. very orderly, even the um, line to the porta potty this year was orderly, we, it was victorious. <laughs> Uh, There's an so, image. Yeah, so, yeah, it is an on, image. On the I'm one leaving hand, you with like, that image. But, <laughs> on know. the one hand, it's like, what a petty and silly. But on the other no, hand, it's think like, about no, it. no, no, women, no. At the same time, I'm like, Thousands no. of women. No, no. Yeah. I, 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 at the same time, I'm like, that is focusing on the real issue. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like that. Yeah. that's where the rubber hits the road. That's what well, the great generals were able to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is really one of those. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you ever came to any of the, like when we run, you know, gaming events at my store or whatever, or I have artist signings or whatever but i always said like okay okay you know here having a great time there is one important announcement and that is the restroom is right over there because yeah. <laughs> there that's the one thing right. that's like uh, yeah yeah you just need someone who can think of on multi you know dimensional ways and that's what i really had to do as a community health director because well, issues yes. like water Sanitation and light and yeah, it's all thing. connected i mean health is public health is really about everything it's about you know tra- food transportation it's about roads it's about wells and and such um and I also think the other thing I can bring is um, through my mediation training, I've really learned to talk to a, a big gamut of, of people. Uh, we, I, I, used to, I had to train for all these um, healthcare canvassing up in um, New Hampshire. Uh-huh. And I remember the first time I, w- I was first trained and then I trained others, but uh, this guy was going on about welfare cheats and I thought this conversation's doomed and I just kind of did what I was trained to do, which is really kind of listen, peel back the views and get to the stories and experiences behind them. Uh-huh. Um, and then you can make real connections. And for this guy, it was about his, that his wife had been newly diagnosed with Parkinson's. He was mm. really worried about how he was going to pay those bills. It hurt his kind of sense of himself. Yeah. Oh, and and that's why he was kind of, tough yeah. On benefits. Yeah, they don't so, have much of a So, you know, net. once we did that, we at least left, you know, in a, um, really feeling some camaraderie uh, over some yeah. some values. I shared my story, he shared his, and it wasn't about the views anymore. It was about just being human and having and having stories and experiences. And one of the, uh, there there's no bigger sort of gap or failing in uh, the way this nation provides healthcare for people than with illnesses like Parkinson's. Um, because uh, there's no benefit 
Like like social security doesn't really cover it. Uh, private insurance doesn't really cover it unless you get like specifically like a long term care plan to help take care of somebody who needs you know a home health aid or whatever. Yeah. It's it gets very expensive, very expensive, and uh, you know like like Medicaid will help it when you're destitute, and otherwise it's just you're spending your own money. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it's 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 a heck of a burden, and it's definitely one of the things that we need to address. So yeah, you know, it's home for me. <laughs> right, you know, and I am hopeful because when I talk to people, and you're not looking at at the news, people are more nuanced. We, we were talking oh, about yeah. this before the show. We're, we're complicated. Look at you three. You're here. This is a hopeful thing. You're, there's no physical wounds on anyone. Everyone's like behaving. It's <laughs> you good. weren't here the other night, oh, but <laughs> man. well, you know, we use but. sacks of oranges. They don't leave any bruises. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> So I'm hopeful moving forward that, you know, we can all, um, we need civility. We, we need to actually address justice issues too. You can't really look at civility without thinking about the actual things that are happening to people in real time. Um, that said, I think we can really bridge um, and we can use local government to, as a, it's like a microcosm. This is the perfect place. This is about national issues. Yeah. This is where we have our agency. And that's why I'm, I'm just super excited to, to, to dive into city council. <laughs> ah, well, better you than me. <laughs> well said. Yeah. Because I'm lazy. You know. uh, like all dudes of my generation. So um, we're almost out of time here. <laughs> we're going to get calls on that. <laughs> yeah. They, they can come at me. That's fine. <laughs> you know, like... I, I know my own uh, uh, demographic cohorts, and they won't bother. <laughs> it's too much effort to pick up the phone. They'll mean to, and then they'll something yeah, come on TV, yeah, and they'll yeah, or the know. game will come on, and they'll be yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh yeah. So we are uh, just a minute or two away from uh, ending the show tonight. Uh, any last words for web uh, page or anything? That no, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. Do you have a web? Yeah, well, RachelMayori.com. I kept it. Spell Maori because they won't. They can't see it. M a i o r e. And Rachel is R a c h e l. Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, Facebook, it's at Rachel Four Ward Seven. And that's a number four, right? Because it took me a while. Yes, to see. sorry. <laughs> I'm, yeah, we got really cutesy about it. <laughs> yeah, I was We're trying like, to keep it. Simple. I know this is what it is, but yeah, we're... <laughs> Rachel Four Ward Seven. Exactly. Uh, yep, and we're on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, that's why I love my. My youth advisory committee—they're <laughs> excellent. But we're out there. We've hit on like hundreds and hundreds of doors, and I'm just going to keep you're on not, talking to. You're residents. not writing little notices in like chalk on the sidewalk, because I hear that's like a hip thing to do. Ooh, I like that. I'll have to take that, take you up on that one. That's a good one. Yep, we'll just be out no, there. You'll probably see me. <laughs> where isn't where in the world I am is is always every day. It's different, and I'm just I'm really enjoying it. Excellent. Well, uh, this was great. Thank you. Yeah, for coming yeah. In. Th- th- thank you. you. This this is all Sue's idea. So thank you, Sue. You got us three great shows with three different and interesting candidates Very for, for city yeah. office. We'll never do this again because it's you know because <laughs> it's a good idea. Well, local government is so important. I think I you hit it on the head when you said that that that's really where the agency is. Yep. So <clears throat> we are going to have to to wrap it up here. So. Uh, one final time, Ward 7, the special election is Tuesday, September 17th, uh, and we're going to wrap up here. So coming up next, we have uh, a wonderful music show called Subculture that's going to run from 8 to 10, followed by a table of contents with Mark Beauvais from 10 to midnight. Mark plays a really interesting eclectic mix of local music and stuff he thinks is cool. Uh, OK Asia at midnight, uh, drum and bass with DJ Fife, re- repeat at 2 a.m., and then dark wave at 4 a.m. So at that point, hopefully you're asleep. But if not, at least we're taking through to the dawn. Uh, well, there will be a podcast of the show uploaded to the various podcasting services within the next few days. Uh, we are still doing a repeat of the show Monday afternoons at 4, so listen to us again live. And, uh, yeah, I think that's Thank it. Thank you. Thank you, John Thank and you Mike, Sue. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yes, again, kudos to Sue for making this happen. So that's going to do it tonight for Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Thank you for listening. Good night. This show is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. If you'd like to know more about our shows, go to planetside.pro. If you enjoyed Civil Politics, you might also enjoy the newest member of the Planetside family. I shouldn't have to say this. A show where we look at subjects that we think deserve some more nuanced conversation. Our first episode premieres August 27th. Go to saythiscast.pinecast.co for more information. And follow us on Twitter 
at Say This Cast.